Hey friends, and welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your host, Katie, and this is episode 204. This is part three of a four-part series where I am pulling back the curtain behind my signature nutrition coaching program called the Reboot Bootcamp. So if you haven't already, go back and listen to episode 200, where I talked about the first stage, Reboot Your Brain. Episode 202 was on part two, Restore Your Metabolism, before you dive into today's episode. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food, exercise, and their bodies. I am on a mission to help you redefine the word fit, to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. If you've ever felt overwhelmed or confused about what type of exercise to do, how long to exercise, how often you should be exercising, and really the intersection of fitness and a non-diet approach, this episode is for you. So this episode is also for you if you struggle with not being able to take a rest day or on the flip side, you can't seem to stay motivated with exercise. As always, we're going to get a little nerdy, but I promise you my goal is to continue to break down the science so that you can take tips from today's episode and apply it to your life. Also, I'm not sure if you follow me on social or if you're in our free Facebook community, but I also created a free quiz to help you identify what type of eater you are and really to take some steps towards a non-diet approach. It's super quick, super fun. Just go to katiehake.com forward slash quiz to check it out. NPS, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Every now and then we will do giveaways and fun surprise things for those who leave us a review and share the pod with a friend. And seriously, I appreciate it more than you freaking know. Okay. Onto the show. Just to recap, phase one is reboot your brain. Phase two is restore your metabolism. Phase three is recharge your fitness. And phase four is about retaining your results. Before we dive into today's episode, I want you to just take a moment to reflect on your attitude towards movement. For many of my clients, exercise often went hand in hand with restriction and dieting. So they often come to me not enjoying exercise or simply burn out. Like diets, exercising solely for physique and weight loss purposes just is not sustainable. The recharge stage is not about spending hours doing cardio or lifting heavy weights unless that's what you want to do. We're going to explore the benefits of different types of movement, but ultimately you get to explore the type of movement that makes you feel your best. You are much more likely to be consistent for life if you just focus on moving because it's fun and because it feels good. Similar to food, you may try something that challenges you like CrossFit or training for a race. And maybe that thing kind of sucks, but you have permission to adjust at any time because there's no longer rules and weight loss is not the driving force of your activity. 
So if you feel that you have a positive relationship with movement, awesome. I hope this recharge stage really educates you and challenges you in a new way. But if you're always searching for motivation, I hope this stage helps you to identify and remove any barriers that allow you to reap the benefits of regular movement for our health. The first place to start with this recharge phase is similar to the reboot phase with our mindset. Hopefully you realize by now that I am huge on mindset because I truly believe it is the foundation of literally everything. Can we start to challenge some of the beliefs with exercise? For example, people often think that exercise has to be boot camp, balls to the wall, no pain, no gain type of movement. And that's just really not the case. You might feel like you have to exercise just to burn a certain amount of calories because your main goal of exercise is weight loss. When exercise becomes part of the diet mentality, similar to dieting, it's just not sustainable. We said this already. So I want you to ask yourself, what is your story around exercise and how can we start to change that narrative? Now, I know you know that movement is good for you. Otherwise, I mean, you wouldn't be here probably listening to a show called Fit Friends Happy Hour. But I want you to start to think about some of the amazing benefits of physical activity to help you start to uncouple movement from weight loss. It's true. Yes, exercise does play a significant role in metabolism, in preserving that lean muscle tissue and helping our brain and helping our heart health. So many positive factors. But if your prime motivator for exercise is weight loss, it will not motivate you for long. It's going to feel like a chore, like something you have to do. And when you're not seeing that fast payoff, it becomes really discouraging. As you can see, movement is important and really should be considered a way to promote health, to increase quality of life and fight off diseases. So ask yourself, what of these health benefits around physical activity resonate with me? For me personally, my grandmother, she lived with us for a few years when I was in high school and graduated in college, and she died of dementia and Alzheimer's. And I watched that deterioration and it was such a horrible disease. And to me, that is one of the things that is very motivating for me to get my movement in because I know that physical activity does a lot for my mental health. It does a lot for that cognition part of my brain because I know that I'm at higher risk and I don't want my family to have to see me suffer in the same way that I saw my grandmother suffer. So what is it from a health benefit standpoint that's important to you? Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about what actually makes a fitness plan balanced. Well, basically, we should be aiming to incorporate three major areas, including cardiovascular training, strength training, balance, or flexibility. I often see people doing loads of cardio or loads of strength training, but no flexibility work, and it really is doing a disservice to your body. Incorporating all these three aspects of training can help us to feel balanced, not just physically, but also mentally. Cardiovascular training is basically anything that gets your heart rate up and increases your breathing. Think walking, running, swimming, biking, or any type of cardio classes. Our bodies recover very quickly from cardio. So it is recommended that you can do this three to five days per week at about 30 to 60 minutes. Again, that is such a spectrum, but that's what your body can work up to as possible to work up to. Of course, everybody's individual. Strength training, 
would be any type of resistance training that helps to increase your strength. So this could look like weightlifting, bodyweight exercises, using resistance bands, or any type of equipment that actually puts load on the muscle. A great goal to aim for is two to three times per week, particularly on non-consecutive days, because when you strength train, you're actually creating these little micro tears in the muscles. So they need about 48 hours to repair and rebuild so that you can actually reap those benefits and get stronger. And that is why flexibility, balance, mobility is so important for us to be able to move well and stay functional in our everyday life. That rest period or that active recovery is a very important way for your body to rebuild and get stronger and really get the benefits of physical activity. Many people think of just yoga, but this could look like working out tight joints or areas before a workout or after a workout, or maybe just incorporating some low impact movement into your week. I don't know if it's me in my last year of my twenties, but I am just really digging like power walking right now. It just feels so good to not put stress on my joints. And I find myself when I have the option of going for a long run or a long walk, I really prefer to just like go on a walk and pump my arms and I'm just digging the benefits. I think it feels so good to my body right now. So what's that low impact movement look like for you? The reality is with stretching is that we can all incorporate this into our life, even if it's 15 seconds while brushing your teeth or a quick break while sitting at your desk, we absolutely can incorporate some sort of stretching every single day. So what is this, you know, air quotes, perfect fitness week? The reality is that there are so many factors that can influence this and make it individual. It depends on where you're starting, especially if you are coming from a diet mindset, exercise may be triggering. Instead of setting a strict, rigid schedule, can you start by just aiming to move your body most days to remove some of the metrics? If you're already active and you just want to start moving more efficiently, generally aiming for a balanced schedule that does include cardio strength two to three times per week and recovery will be plenty to reap those mental and physical benefits of movement. Now you've probably heard of a couch potato, but have you heard of an active couch potato? I hate that word, but a couch potato is often referencing someone who just sits around all day watching TV, but an active couch potato refers to someone who is inactive the majority of the day, but they regularly still get in about 30 minutes of exercise most days. Although 30 minutes of exercise is absolutely beneficial and healthy, the rest of the day could also be detrimental to one's health. So physical activity is movement that is carried out by our bodies that requires energy, basically any movement that you do, whereas exercise is planned, it's structured, it's somewhat repetitive and intentional movement. Think like a subcategory to physical activity. So it's important to recognize or bring awareness to, well, what am I doing outside of my air quotes exercise? Am I getting in some physical activity just throughout my day? We call it non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That's also important to our health and just our overall functionality and being able to move well and live long. Okay. Maybe you're listening and you're like, Katie, exercise is not my problem. I love to exercise. Is there anything wrong with wanting to work out more to feel good? Absolutely not. But It is common that as you make peace with food and allow yourself to eat more varieties of food, you may feel some of that stress start to transfer to movement. I personally experienced this and that 
while I was giving myself the unconditional permission to eat when I first discovered intuitive eating, I was still very strict and rigid around exercise for this fear of weight gain. It's common for some people to increase exercise as this way to channel anxiety while becoming an intuitive eater. This is because intuitive eating is new to you and progress can feel slow starting out, especially when everyone around you is still dieting and focused on their latest trend. Exercise allows you to actually feel like you're doing something and you quite literally feel the immediate benefits. It's one thing to train for several hours in a week because you're training for a marathon or a lifting competition, but it's another issue when exercise consumes you and it starts to interfere with your everyday life or your life revolves around it. It's important to recognize and be honest with yourself if you're falling into that dieting weight loss trap where you become hyper-focused on working out and burning calories. There are some signs to look out for as they may be signs that you have work to do with your relationship with movement. Let's say you have the inability to stop even when you're sick or injured. Maybe you feel guilty if you miss a day. If you're having trouble sleeping at night, if you're feeling this like exercise penance, like I've got to work out because I ate this, or if you have this fear of weight gain, if you stop exercising, maybe you have this no pain, no gain attitude to the point where, like I said, you won't take a day off, even if you're injured. Maybe you do feel the need to work out more due to that perception of eating too much. So for example, maybe you assign yourself an extra 30 minutes of cardio if you ate dessert that night, or if you plan to eat dessert, maybe the idea of having to take a week off of movement is just unfathomable. And just the thought of it gives you the heebie-jeebies. If you struggle to slow down and rest, this is partly due to that all or nothing mentality that you experience with dieting. Skipping rest days can lead to major burnout. If you get sick of what you're doing because you haven't taken a day off, you are much more likely to stop altogether. Overtraining can lead to mental, muscular, hormonal imbalances. And this can be worse, especially if you're under eating. When you're fatigued, you're more, more likely to lose proper form during the movement, which can also put you at risk for falling or pulling a muscle. And if you struggle with the all or nothing mentality, there's one easy way to prove it to yourself that no exercise today does not mean no exercise forever. And maybe this was a common theme in your life at some point. The trick to staying motivated is to simply start exercising again when you're able. So the more you just start and reinitiate exercise after a break from it, the more confident you will be in your ability to continue exercising even after a few days or a week off. After a while, it stops becoming this big issue or a big worry. Besides, remember that this time when you're going through this recharge phase, that this is different. You are different. You are not dieting and you're not exercising for weight loss. So it will be much easier to resume training now that you have different reasons for moving. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to dive deeper, I invite you to check out our free community by clicking the link in the show notes. Each week, we have deeper conversations about each podcast episode, and it's also just a safe space with like-minded humans who get it. Thank you so much for your time, for being here, and I honor you for doing the hard work. And wherever you're at on your journey with fitness and food, I just want to say, keep going because it's so worth it. And more importantly, you're worth it. Love you. Mean it. Have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.